This is the KHSU Magazine, and I'm David Reed filling in today for Lorna Bryant. We have two of the B people here. We have uh, Dick LaForge and uh, Janine Caprillian here. And I'm so glad that Janine is here because we sent her to the old studio. We are in the new KHSU studios right here on LK Wood. So um, there's a set of classes coming up. Can you tell me, I think it's, there's a group of four beekeepers, local beekeepers that run these classes for extended education here at Humboldt State. Is that right? Well, we're half of them. So uh, I am Dick LaForge and uh, Janine Caprillian is co-teacher. And we also have uh, Missy B, who is uh, very much what her name says. We have Steve Satong, who is a beekeeper and also our technical expert because we teach using slideshows. And uh, so you can see as well as hear what we're talking about. So that's the four of us, and we've yeah. done this. I think this is our fourth season as a team, maybe third. I've taught all the way back into the 1990s. How did you get? How did you both get into beekeeping as a hobby, or even how did you ever get interested in this? Okay, well, I'll start because my history is all ancient. Uh, <laughs> it was in the 1990s, and we had uh, room for a garden for friends who didn't have room for a garden, and they got into beekeeping, and then they moved, and I was interested because I liked, I'd been growing apple trees and thought bees wouldn't hurt, and I said, well, I'll buy out your beehives if you show me a little something about it, and it went from there. Um, and, it's, and you've been beekeeping ever since. Yes, so it's somewhat over 20 years. Janine, how about you? What what got you interested in this? Well, I've always enjoyed pollinators. Um, I, As a child, I would, you know, look at bees and butterflies and, and put them on my finger and, and observe them. And, you know, so I had this long time fascination and, and love of them. And I bought a piece of property on the Trinity River and planted some fruit trees, and I saw bees on the flowers. And I thought, I want those to be my honeybees. So I took a class with uh, Dick LaForge and Garrett in 2009, and I have been loving beekeeping since. What about the other two, um, the other two instructors of these classes? Oh, okay. Well, Missy B, uh, what did we determine? Somewhere around she, the year two thousand ish. She's been keeping bees for twenty years. Wow. Yeah. And uh, she's exploring commercial beekeeping at this point. She spent her summer working with a commercial beekeeper from Israel that's seventy-five years old and grew up beekeeping. So. Um, she has, um, you know, a whole, she has, we have different facets. Right. That's the, that's the, that's great about you yes. being a team of four teaching mm-hmm. because you come at it from different angles. And Steve came in because his wife, Joy, uh, taught with, co-taught with me about five or six years ago. And he picked up beekeeping from her and she unfortunately died mm-hmm. and he kind of, took over her place, but he also has this technical expertise with the computers and yeah. so on that is helpful to us. Yeah, and we're talking about um, some classes that are coming up, uh, both for beginning beekeepers and then for advanced beekeepers. Why, why do people get into 
into beekeeping? Is this a hobby? Is it is it more of a vocation for some people? It sounds like Missy e. Bee is getting into it as possibly a vocation. Mm-hmm. Why? What's what is the range of reasons that people come to the class? Well, we have a little list here. Um, so, and we have found that uh, what your goal is in doing this kind of determines how you go about it, what equipment you might want to use. Um, but uh, sometimes at the beginning, people's goals aren't very well defined. Um, their curiosity, I guess, is number one motivation many times, uh, and because bees have been in the news a lot lately. And so um, the traditional reason is that you like honey and you want to get some and you like to produce your own uh, honey and perhaps uh, pollinating your fruit trees as well. Um, the, uh, you know, I should say that here for the backyard orchard, it's not really that big a deal because we have a lot of insect pollinators around here. I was going to ask because, you know, I have a small, you know, like urban orchard in the middle of Eureka and we do have, we go through ebbs and flows of pollinators, but, um, but there, there, there's enough native pollinators that that's not usually an issue or... Yeah, that's typically so. Uh, that said, I've spoken with people who have taken the class and they've noticed that after keeping bees in their backyard that their fruits were larger. Right, right. And and there's always the ebbs and flows of wind and climate and the Correct. trees and having a, you know, having a few more pollinators po- can't possibly hurt. No, it's typically, I think, mostly driven by the spring weather mm-hmm. as to how well that happens. But I agree, and it's very fun to watch bees working in your in your orchard. And that's one of the things that you talk about, about reasons that people join the class, is just the appreciation of the animals themselves. Mm-hmm. We, we, we go on the idea that if you, well, first of all, they're endlessly fascinating, and uh, they are the insect that you can study in your backyard, yeah. where it's hard to think of any others where they actually keep a home there and you can take it apart and see all what they're doing, put it back together and they don't really mind. Um, so you can really get into it, so to speak. Think inside the box, we like to say. And it is, the honeybee is the most studied insect in the world. So there is so much that we can learn about them from uh, researchers. So we have a science-based class but we do have the practical aspect, and I must say that there is nothing that compares to going opening a hive in the springtime because it is a multi-sensory experience. I have learned so much. I have a few beekeeping friends just learning things that they know about their hives that I thought, you know, being a person that knew about nature... I had no idea about their habits and their their, their life cycles. Um, okay, I was walking over f- to the studios from the office, and I saw a sticker that said, Save the Bees. So are, are bees in trouble? Are bees endangered? Are bees, I mean, should we be keeping bees to save bees? Truly, it's our native bees that are endangered. And what people can do to help our native bees is plant more flowers, leave spaces where it's bare earth. Um, but I think that uh, 
the honeybee, I mean, we, we need to be thinking in terms of diversification in agriculture, you know, and I think that some farmers are, are starting to plant strips of um, pollinator-friendly um, plants. But, I mean, the, the use of pesticides is definitely harmful to the, the pollinators that are brought into um, to keep our agriculture going, but they also affect the native species. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, I just, well, yeah. I, I'd like to dispel a myth, though, about the honeybees, which yeah. are a particular species that are not even native to the New World. The, um, they've gotten most of the press, uh, and you always hear that the, pollen, that the honeybees are dying out and so forth, and our plants won't get pollinated and we won't have food. But actually, the population, the number of managed honeybee colonies in the United States has been going up every year. There are uh, fairly serious losses every winter for a variety of reasons, but it's pretty easy to propagate more beehives. In fact, in our class, all our students will be getting new beehives. Yeah. Um, and so they commercial, you know, our honeybees are actually an agricultural product. We can really have as many of those as we like. Um, okay, well, the classes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if, if people have been, if you've been listening right now and you're thinking, well, that does sound kind of neat. How do I get into that? You have two series coming from the Extended Education and Global Engagement classes up mm -hmm. here at Humboldt State. What, what are those two tracks? Okay, well, they're, they're sequential, really. Oh, okay. The, um, the first is called Practical Beekeeping, and it is for people who are beginners. And it is um, 11 evenings of two hours each on Monday nights at 6.30 at Humboldt State University. Uh, and it's a classroom situation where we're teaching you uh, really all about it from a uh, learning point of view. There's two tracks, basically honeybee biology and then management of colonies. And along the way, people have the opportunity to go in on a group order for getting bees and setting up. So it's actually um, go, becomes quite practical. We talk in great detail about equipment yeah. and how to start yeah. and what's the easiest and most successful. I, I think it is you know, very, very helpful for beginners. It's probably the best class we have. It's kind of like... For it, the beginners. Yeah. Um, but we also have four field trips in the beginner in class. In the beginner's class. Okay, so it's not now, all classroom. Now the... No, it isn't. We have four field trips. They will have their hands on frames of bees and see a queen. And it, it's really fun to see people light up when they have the bees in their hands. And it's just... And they, they smell what it smells like when you go into a hive and you know, hear the sounds. It's really exciting. So now, it is kind of like, you know, ground school for a pilot though. You yes. go through your practical and your biology mm -hmm. because you need to know those things to have a healthy population of, yeah. of bees. Yeah, very good analogy, I think. You wouldn't be put in an airplane immediately. Right. <laughs> what um, ha so that is how many classes in the... In so the there's 11 classes and they and go they go until 15. the beginning of May. Okay. Plus the field trips. Okay, okay. Um, and, and then there's the advanced 
beekeeping class, advanced practical beekeeping. And that's the class that I think is most fun because every class is a field trip. It's all practical, hands-on. I mean, we do, um, you know, it's more of a... um, a peer-to-peer in that group because we can share what we're learning online and assess the value of what those um, sites have to offer as well as, um, you know, figuring out how to help our hives to thrive and to reach our the, our personal goals with our apiary, which is, you know, where we keep our bees. And that becomes more of a kind of a social community as well yes. as a classroom situation. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Yeah, great. we even have meetings after the class is over through the summer just because we can. And, <laughs> you know, management doesn't stop when the class ends. Exactly. And so how many classes is, is the advance? And you said that it's, it's kind of concurrent, but they do, yeah. they are happening. They're happening during the same period of same time. Same period of time, but someone will take the... Right. The basics, and then move on to an advanced class at a later date. It would be um, the next year, okay. okay? Because they the the advanced one does start on uh, um, February seventeenth uh, yeah. through April twenty eighth. Okay, so these are coming coming right up. Yes. How do people find out more information, and how do they sign up? Okay. Well, it's through extended education uh, right here at Humboldt State, and so the. Um, the, you can do it by looking online at extended.humboldt.edu slash extended and then look from there. You can call them up at 826-3731 and they'll be happy to help you. You can even go in in person if you like. Now, if you're a student here, um, you can get up to two credits for this. Um, it costs you a little extra. The basic fee is 160 for each of these classes. It's I think it's 40 more per unit if you want units. Most Actually people are 50. 50 now. Yeah. Yes. Oh well. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, most of our students are 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 community people. Um, uh, so yeah, that's how to sign up. Um, and it's even possible to come to the first class. Just I check think, it out. Yeah, and I think the first. Um, uh, you can come to two classes and then you're, then there's late fees involved. Yeah. But you don't want to get behind right. because it will move right along. And that first class is coming right up February on the 11th. 11th, yes. And those are in the evening, 6.30 to 8.30. And then the advanced classes are Sundays? Those are Sundays from 1 to 3. Um, we often choose to go over that because it's a lot of fun. And yeah. two hours yeah. is just... A and, very short time. And one more time for the practical beekeeping class. It is a 11-week commitment, or is it longer than that because of the um, the field trips? Oh, no. Well, it's a little, it's more than 11 weeks total because we have a uh, spring break. It doesn't okay. meet during the spring break. Okay, all right. But, um, but otherwise, it's, uh, it's every week, and the field trips are on Saturday afternoons. So what's the what's the big reason that people should really get interested in this? Why, you know, why should we manage bees in our own environment? Why, you know, what what's that last thing that's going to get someone to to join up? Well, because you're really interested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're curious and you, and it, and you do want a really deep look into a kind of animal that's everywhere is very important for all kinds of biology, but is really different than humans. 
And if you learn in depth about honeybees and then you imagine to yourself that all these other insects and other small animals or all animals are just as clever and complicated and interesting, it's really a picture into the natural world that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, and also they're fuzzy. And <laughs> they're cute. And cute, and their hive works so well that it's really a model of how perhaps we should live. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is, I wasn't going to ask this question, but we got a couple of seconds. How many times do you get stung in like a course of a year you know, I don't. I've, I, all the beekeepers I know say, "Oh yeah, I, I almost never get stung." Now, I, it's yeah. it's almost not a. It's nothing that I even think about. Well, I think it uh, depends. I mean, if you go in there and you're careful, and you pay attention to um, their mood on. They're, they really are fair weather girls, and mm -hmm. they don't like it if we had to go in on a a windy, cold day. <laughs> um, you know, then the chances of getting stung are small, but they increase as the hive increases. And after um, their honey is harvested and there isn't much nectar flow, they are very defensive and guard their stores. So the chances of getting stung are higher. And <laughs> yeah, it's and all part about knowing your knowing that's your bees. correct and and your level of protective equipment. You can wear a total suit and be really totally protected. Or you can be casual like I sometimes am and get nailed once in a while. <laughs> I would say, you know, five or ten times a year is about, you yeah. know. But most people don't react very much. Yeah. And uh, a, a serious reactions tend to decrease. Um, and a, a really a threatening reactions are pretty rare. And well, some people even think that uh, a few stings are helpful for your, for your, uh, for immune, your, system. your immune system. Well, Janine uh, Caprillian and, and Dick LaForge, thank you so much for being here and thanks for being being the bee people and helping other people learn as well. It's it's so great. Thank you. Okay. Is there a chance to plug in for... Go for it. The Humboldt County Bee Association, which is a, a vibrant community, is having their meeting this um, next Thursday, February, um, is that 6th? Seventh. Okay. Yes. At six thirty at the Ag Department on Humboldt Hill in Eureka. And Randy Oliver um, is going to be doing a kind of Skype with us for two hours. This is a really good opportunity. So that's right at the um, they're at the uh, office of the extension office right there at the base yes. of Humboldt Hill on yeah. the right If you right Google up Humboldt Beekeepers you'll find their, the local organization. Yeah, that's great. And Thank you, guys. We'll and have class flyers. Yeah, and mm -hmm. check out um, Extended Education, Humboldt State Extended Education, for details on how to get uh, into this practical beekeeping class. And the first class is February 11th.